Let us uh, thank God for this hour that we are going to share his word. Lord, a loving Father, you are so faithful. And as the deer panteth for the water, so our souls. But in this hunger and thirst, we pray that, Lord, you give us that living water beyond the waters that we can see of the rains. And when we drink of that, we'll never thirst again. And as I touch the word, oh Lord, my Father, I pray that you touch my lips. And I speak to these, your saints, that you have set apart this day to the glory and honor of your name through Christ our Lord. Amen. Good morning, brothers and sisters, and praise the Lord. We thank God for this morning, and we bring greetings from St. Janan. Our word today is taken from the book of uh, Luke, chapter 12. Allow me to read it from the 31st verse to 34th verse. Instead, seek his kingdom, and these things will be added to you. Fear not, little flock, for it is your father's good, good pleasure to give you the kingdom. Sell your possessions and give to the needy. Provide yourselves with money bags that do not grow old, with a treasure in the heavens that does not fail, where no thief approaches and no moth destroys. For where your treasure is, there your heart will be also. The word of the Lord. So this morning, I want us to share in a few minutes um, the word of the Lord and what he's saying to us. As I prepared uh, this, from this portion of scripture, I was asking myself, what are the key words that the Lord is leading us to? And I found the word from the Lord in line with the topic that is given to us, but those words can only be used by a father. Praise the Lord, the fathers in the house. Can be used by a father, but also not just any father, but a faithful father. Praise the Lord. And also a faithful father to faithful children, not to anybody, anyhow. And so I was touched, the topic is chosen to possess the kingdom chosen to possess the kingdom. So as I read through, I looked at that portion of scripture and I was getting that voice of a loving parent or a loving father. I know these days the world has gone crazy that uh, many fathers we are not present and some mothers have decided also to be fathers and mothers. Uh, but that's, I think, another big punishment that we need to deal with because especially us men, we need to deal with that. I tried to understand what are the common struggles that we face in life. The common struggles we face, and which I believe everyone here is facing or faces at one time or the other, is the struggle of fearing. The struggle of fearing. To the extent that even those whom you think that actually they are strong, they are also full of fear. Fear from the known and the unknown. And so our father opens up here 
the whole picture and is saying that we need to stop from fearing. That's what he starts with. And I find that the Bible is speaking about the issue of not fearing, do not fret, do not fear, several times in the Bible. And so this morning we have been called as the flock of God by he himself who is the dependable father and is saying, do not fear. That's where he's starting from. So look at your neighbor and say, please neighbor, do not fear. So that should be our beginning point this morning. Because when there is fear, you don't even make right judgment. You just do things to please the one who is before you, whether it is good or bad, whether it is not right or it's right. And so he says, do not fear. That's a very nice opening. And so that means you and I, we don't have to fear whenever we face any situations because there is already an ultimate decision. Now, to give us a quick, uh, a quick picture, for those of us who grew up in the villages, uh, you could be going to fetch water. At this time, I will not use farmers. Let me use anybody else. You could be going to fetch water, and we used to go in forests. And like these days, we have taps in houses. But along your way, as you go to fetch water, you are carrying a pot or a jerrycan, and you meet a huge snake passing. <laughs> and so in your heart of hearts, is like, I am finished. All you need to do is to take off, and if you are not careful, even you may end up uh, breaking the pot. But actually, this snake is also on its journey, going where it is supposed to, going, to go. And in your heart, you don't know that it was on its journey, also doing its business. You thought it was after you. And so when you tell anybody, they say, oh, that was dangerous, you know, stop sending young children to the world because they are snakes. But the snakes have got to do their work, and you also have got to do your work. So if you waited and left the snake to go, you'd have gone and fetched the water. I don't know whether anybody picks what I'm communicating. Now, you and I, we fear so many things that we come across every time and again. And you look at them and you think they are after you. Actually, they are also in their own business, doing their own work at their own appointed time. And so if you just stepped aside, that one can pass and you continue doing your work. Praise the Lord. Those of us in marriage, you have seen when we, we have a challenge at, at times in our homes. And keeping quiet and you let go is very hard for us because of fear. You feel like you should answer something. And yet the Bible is saying that what comes out of your mouth can easily bring wrath. Because you're not reading the Bible, you say, I need also to respond. And so when you respond, you respond wrongly, you pick an argument and say, you say, I'm out of this. And yet the Lord said, where you are, no separating, no retreating, no surrender. Hallelujah. The same applies to the places of work where we go. Fear is a very, very powerful giant. Praise the Lord. So every time you see that you are haphazardly responding, get to ask yourself that, am I responding out of fear or the right way to do things? Praise the Lord. And so anyway, Dr. Luke puts it clear as the Lord says in the uh, subsequent verses even, but he says, fear not. In other words, do not doubt, don't be bothered, don't feel obligated 
to, to run away or to take action because our Father cares for me and cares for you. Praise the Lord. And once he, you know that he is my father who cares for me, then you not fear. However, this may sound funny for those of us who have come from homes where fathers are not good fathers. Maybe they are violent, they are careless, or maybe they are pursuers of their careers every morning. You wake up in the morning at six like this, he has already gone from January to December, and you don't know a relationship of your father. So you may not understand this. When others are waiting for their parents at school to come and visit them on uh, uh, visiting days, and children are asking, where is my father? When others are running, daddy, for yours is asking, I don't know where my father is. That creates also fear. Many of us, we are absent. Brothers and sisters, you are here. I just want to request us this morning, if not to ask us, that there are things we are seeing today we don't need to, 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 to ask ourselves why they are happening. We have created them. And therefore, a need for us to repent. I just speak to a lady who is here, who is blessed with the mouth of speaking many words this morning. If you don't want to create fear, calm yourself down, calm your son down, calm your daughter down, calm your husband down. Now, somebody else will say, why are you talking about women? Because it's a woman that God has a greater deal with in this world. He says it is the son of a woman or the seed of a woman who will crush the devil. He has not said a seed of a man. Praise the Lord. And so I wonder sometimes when I see women struggling even to do what things that men do. No, God has given you a bigger deal right from Genesis. A seed of a woman with sort of things. And indeed, you see, Jesus came from Mary, not from Joseph. If you have read your Bible well, and crushed sin. And that means the sequence continues. So all of us who are sons and daughters of a woman, we feel blessed because we are a seed of a woman. Praise the Lord. Yes, she understood it. She understood it. A woman has a very powerful deal with God in every way. And so you need to help us to stop fearing. Actually, I look at our small babies when they are going to sleep, when you are growing even now, I see grandchildren. When mommy is around and can sing a small song, they sleep very well. During the day, they will ask daddy to give them chocolate. But when it's time for sleeping, where they are fearing, they need mommy. Hello, some woman here, you don't know your role. You don't know your position. This morning I want to tell you, God has given you a greater definition, a greater position that you don't need to struggle for petty things. Praise the Lord. Secondly, we are being told that actually, whereas all these things are happening, we need also to understand who is communicating. We need to understand who is communicating. It is the father of the fathers the king of kings. We're not talking about a usual king, a usual father, but a king of kings and a father of the fathers. Praise the Lord. In other words, the author and the finisher of everything is the one now speaking this morning to you, speaking to me. 
So he's not saying, oops, there will be a mishap somewhere. No, he knows it. But your fear and my fear will guard you or hinder me not to see what is coming next. I love it when I see people coming here for testimonies here. You can't have a testimony unless you have been tested. Praise the Lord. So let us know that there is the one who has given us a promise and who is on our side. Secondly, he is not only just a father of the fathers, of the fathers he is also making a promise. He's making a promise. And not an ordinary promise, but a promise of promises. Praise the Lord. That's very key. He says, I have chosen you to possess the kingdom. Now you imagine you are in a home and you have a father who calls you and says, uh, my son, now you're growing, or oh, my daughter. You know, these days, daughters are doing very well in homes, praise the Lord. And your father begins to discuss with you pertinent things concerning the family of all children and says, can we walk together? And says, you see that cow? You see that bull? You see this land that passes here? The first thing will be for you to fear that is, I think Papa is about to die. That's what will come in your mind. But actually saying, I have seen faithfulness in you. You could be now here in the church. You're beginning to wonder why is it that everybody in your family is calling you to do certain activities in the home. When is church thing? So and so. When there is anything? So and so. Any management? They are calling you. Not because you have a lot of money. Not because you are the wisest. But because they have found you to be faithful. Praise the Lord. But the moment you are not faithful, even if you have a lot of money, they say, let's sit and plan and everything and we'll call him or her later to finance. And the day your money runs out, they will not be on your side. Praise the Lord. And so now here the father is seeing you and I and he's saying, hey, one, I said, do not fear. Two, he's saying, I want you to possess the kingdom that I have prepared for you. There is wealth that is laid down for you. There is something I have been planning for a long time to you or for you. Praise the Lord. That's when you see a parent coming and say, do you see this plot here? And everybody may not know the plot, but he's saying it is yours. Do you see this farm? It passes here and you separate with so and so. I'm showing you this. Do you see this building? The building even you didn't know. You see these keys, I keep them here. Do you see this checkbook? I keep it here. Do you see this diary? And he's saying, this is a faithful son or daughter. Praise the Lord. Now let's translate it into the spiritual things. When you begin to see that the Lord is giving you leadership in church, is giving you a, a calling over your life, you're praying for people and others are looking for you, stop hiding, stop complaining. That means the father who knows your destiny has identified that actually there is something that I need to nurture in this person. Praise the Lord. It's very, very important. You know yourself, some of us, we cannot even stay a single day when we wake up without starting with the word of the Lord. I mean, out of how many Christians in the church, do you mean you're the only ones of mem who are members of all saints? How come that you have hunger and thirst? God is looking at you, brothers and sisters. 
And so do not stop coming early in this presence, on his presence to worship him. When you see there is that continuous calling, that continuous hunger and thirst for you to come before him, get to know that he has a deal with you and he has found you faithful. Praise the Lord. When the Lord is telling us to be, do not fear and possess the kingdom, he's actually thinking himself that and says, now, of all the children that I have, of all the servants that I have, what are the portions that I need to cut for this one? Some of you are looking for your portions for today. You prayed, but you doubted even after your prayer. The Lord is saying, stop doubting. Stop fearing. I have a deal with you. I have an assurance for you. I have a predetermined and predestined deal with you. Praise the Lord. It's like you're going for a wedding and you have already dressed smartly, but because it begins drizzling and it, yet they gave you a card out of so many people, they gave you a card to attend a wedding. Then you begin saying, I think with this rain, I shouldn't go. And even there, they're announcing the expected visitors, you're among them. Even when people are sitting, your chair is reserved. Hello? And then the whole function goes on and your chair is empty. What does that mean? Some of us, we have predetermined or predestined uh, blessings that God has for us or tasks, but we'll be shocked to find our positions marking your name but saying it is empty. Be very worried. When God is looking around in the whole world, he knows in the morning on this Tuesday, so and so must sit there and so and so here and so and so here. But for you, you have chosen not to be there. In other words, you doubt whether he's going to help you, whether he's for you, whether he's supporting you. You, you are just there because you're not having conversation. Praise the Lord. And so I thank God for those of us or those of you who keep praying even when things are not making sense. Keep praying. Keep talking to him. Keep reading his word. Keep listening to him. And I just want even to encourage you that when you wake up in the morning or maybe at night, I sometimes wake up at three and I go in the chair and I feel the voice saying, go on your knees. And I go on my knees. Lord, what do you want me to speak? And there is nothing. And I feel I can't get off the knees, but I'm there, I begin hearing his message. Begin hearing him calling, talking, discussing, so many things happening. Then I ask him, Lord, was that you? Doubt comes in. But then he says, yes. Praise the Lord. There is no miracle, there is no magic, there is nothing so special in me that you cannot do. There's nothing so special in our sister Flores that you cannot do. But are you available when he wants you there? And some of us, we are in places of work in the marketplace. In that office when you are not present that day, the whole office is confused. The whole company is not working. That's your pulpit where God has called you to serve. And therefore, each and every moment, pray when you're in that place. Some of us, you may not know how to pray very well, but you know how to organize those who can pray with you. You know how to organize those who can counsel others. Maybe you have even a gift 
of forgiving, of encouraging, and the Lord wants you in that place. And that's the ministry you are there to do. Praise the Lord. As I come to conclusion, I just want to remember when the Lord says that you are no longer servants. You are no longer, but, but, I want to hear the Bible study before you. Yes, I have had some, some, somebody there. We are no longer sons, but friends. A father who loves you, he sees you as a friend, not as a threat. Praise the Lord. I have heard some people say, ah, 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 in our local languages, don't tell, don't, don't tell that child. A father begins fearing you. He's not a faithful father. Or you are not a faithful son or daughter. Praise the Lord. Now, we need to begin to walk now. That's what it means when he says, when he says in this uh, topic, and he says that you have been chosen to possess the kingdom. That means you need to begin practicing to walk like that prince, that princess, that royal. Praise the Lord. I want you to imagine any one of you here. You just hear this afternoon and they are saying, uh, so and so you are minister of this position. I think you will struggle. Because you don't know how ministers dress up. You don't know how ministers walk. You don't know anything. Praise the Lord. I do remember, as I conclude, when I received a call to go for a retreat for ordination. I began imagining, so how, how am I going to put on this? Um, so I had to, to look for somebody who was mentoring me to teach me how to tie the button very well, the shirts, and where to get the shirts, where to get what. When I'm hungry on the road, I cannot just stop anywhere and get chicken and start competing with everybody. I cannot get my cassava, which I loved, and start it. So I had to struggle with all this in my mind. Because there was a need to change and have a morphology of a priest. Praise the Lord. So ask your neighbor and say, neighbor, are you sure you are ready to do God's will? And therefore, if you are sure and that you know that you are sure, it's now that you need to begin to know how to open that Bible. They bring the book, they ask you to read the book of Mark, you go in, in the Old Testament. Are you really sure that you know how to serve God? They, they tell you that now you're going to, to read Nehemiah and you're in the New Testament. Opening! Hello. Begin practicing the, the modeling, actually, the teachers call it modeling. Begin modeling how a royal person walks, who is about to possess the kingdom. You are a prince, you are a princess already right now, and you are doubting yourself whether you are a princess or a prince. Hey, this morning, begin modeling. How does a believer walk? How does a chosen of God walk? How does a person who has authority to take over the kingdom of all darkness, of heaven, of light, of everything, of authority over everything that Jesus has on himself, walk. Forgiveness is your problem. Begin learning how to forgive. Because believers forgive. Praise the Lord. 
It can be very hard and hurting to forgive, but believers do forgive. forgive they give. Lastly, on that verse, it says, begin selling all your possessions. I mean, it's not physical selling or whatever, but begin neglecting things that do not matter and begin picking up things that matter. Every day I give something to somebody. Every day I add value to somebody. I feel blessed. Praise the Lord. To me, it's no longer what I have, but it's what I can, difference I can make in somebody's life. Begin giving. Begin helping each other. All these people who are crying out now into, uh, uh, they are lesbians, they are gay, they are homosexuals, or whatever. Oh my goodness, I have taken the time to talk to these people. Some of, of them are among us. They are struggling with pain. They needed help, you could not help. Somebody else helped. They needed support, you couldn't. They needed time with the parent. You were absent. And so they chose their ways. Some of us, we are very happy we can be on the next plane. And the other day on the next plane, after this one, when the husband is landing, the, the wife is taking off. And we are international. These are the things that have led most of these people to go against their way. Because they don't matter. If the father does not seem to know that you're a child, then what are they for? That's the impact of parenthood. Yes, you work, you come here for ministry, you come for fellowship, but kindly, my brother, my sister, have time for your family. It's the first task God has given you. And tomorrow, they will become like you or worse than you, given what you invest in them. May the Lord richly bless you. Lord, our loving Father, we want to thank you because you are a good God, you are a gracious Lord. You have called us to possess the kingdom. This kingdom does not require violence. It requires obedience and love. If we can all model how you walked among us, the simplicity of life, Lord, we can own every possession. And so I pray for a woman here. I pray for a man here. Those online watching and somewhere. And those who will listen to this voice. That it's not too late for us to begin modeling how to walk like a royal person. Who is about to have this kingdom. Kingdoms are not ruled, Lord, we know, by ordinary people. And so we are the royal of heaven. I pray that you model each one of us and quicken our footsteps and understanding. May you give us sound mind, King of kings and King of glory. May you break that hate that is running in our minds. May you break that pain from that person who is listening to me. May you transform that person who is struggling with anger. May you take away every filth from that person who is running away from the wealth prepared for them. And for we know that, Lord, it's only the righteous, the just, who will inherit your kingdom. And therefore we pray that the gift given to us through your son, Jesus Christ, this morning will be wholly received 
for the sake of your glory through Christ our Lord. And maybe you are here, you are struggling with something. You are here, you do not understand how to have that assurance. With all eyes closed, heads bowed down, just put up your arm. I don't want you to come here because of time, you'll just be there. But put up that arm and we pray together. And you just say, Lord Jesus, I surrender to you this morning. Surrender, I don't know whether it's your son, your cousin, your colleagues, whoever that you're struggling with, just surrender that name. Surrender them. Surrender them. I surrender this person to you. Help me to model your way of life. This morning, I choose to possess what you have set aside for me. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. God bless you. Thank you so much, our brother, Reverend Patrick. Thank you for sharing what God has put on your heart this morning. Friends, it's important for us to know that we are chosen to possess the kingdom. If you fully know the one who has chosen you and you seek to do his will and live in obedience, you'll be able to overcome fear. Hallelujah. Let us get on our feet. Father, once again, we say thank you so much for choosing us to possess the kingdom. Lord, many times we have lived in fear because of ignorance and also for lack of confidence that we are your children. But to some that have not given their lives to you, there's no way they can resist fear. So I'm praying this morning for each one of us as your children that you enable us to resist fear by bringing us to the knowledge, the deeper knowledge of who you are. Take us, Lord, deeply in your word that we shall be able to know your will as we read your word and know that we are surely your children called out to possess and chosen out my master to possess your kingdom. Lord, I pray that as we get to the level of knowing that we belong to you, and all that is yours belongs to us. I pray that you give us the ability, the grace to resist the temptation of, of committing sin and living evil ways that gratifies the flesh. Lord, the desires of the flesh has killed our, our, our position. Our desires of the flesh has drawn us away from you. Father, I pray that you help us not to to live a life that is gratifying the flesh, but rather the life that pleases you. Will you help us to walk in your spirit and be fully filled with your spirit that we shall surely possess the land, possess every area you have given to us. I pray for someone struggling in offices, struggling in businesses where there is a lot of witchcraft. I pray that, Lord, you are power, the Holy Spirit, be upon your children. Give them ability. Give them the grace and the, the courage to possess wherever they are that no sorcery will be able to stand in that place. No witchcraft will prevail in that place because of your presence through your children in the name of Jesus. Lord, be exalted and be glorified. Thank you, Father, for using your servant, our brother, 
We pray that, Lord, you continue to refill him, energize him, bless him, protect him together with his family, and bless him abundantly. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.